Hey, this is Gerds Handel, and welcome to the Inner Light Project. This show is for anyone who's wanting to lead a happier, healthier, and enlightened life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can shine your inner light. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Inner Light Project. My name is Gerds Handel and today I have a lovely guest with me who is helping people to be their best self. Alyssa Tang is a holistic catalyst and energy practitioner and helps individuals to see the value in themselves. She believes holistic healing in a lifestyle of well-being, self-awareness and kindness is a step towards our inner self. Alyssa, it's an absolute pleasure having you on the show and thank you for joining us here in the space today. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Hello. How's everyone? How are you? (laughs) Oh, bless you. I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for just coming on the show because we've known each other for, wow, a good few years and we've always had those odd little conversations and like this time I just think it's so interesting for the listeners to learn what your your story was like before you became an energy practitioner well long story long story short maybe <laughs> um a few years back when i had my um i had my daughter we had some changes i had some changes in my life that i needed to kind of you know sit back and kind of think about so i actually had gone and looked for some of the things that I wanted to do as a stay-at-home mom, maybe, um, going from full-time to part-time, having a second child. So I had gone into a, a company that was selling vegan products and who I have met um, a friend, through a friend, and she had introduced me to uh, selling vegan products, to how to, I can grow my own business, I can do this at home. And it was it was something I thought I wanted to do because being in the holistic field for many years, doing research for many years, uh, this was like a jump start, like another stepping stone. I thought, oh, I can like, you know, spread my wings out to mm-hmm. different people and to different communities and help other people they, the way I feel that can add and benefit them from the inside out. So while doing that for several years, I kind of my, I kind of felt myself like lagging back and going, well, what else can I do with my life? You know, there's got to be more to to this purpose. Yeah. Um, you know, so I just I, I kind of looked back and just kind of sat with confusion for like maybe a year. Um, not understanding what I wanted to do. Um, it was like a, I evolved into like another spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. I went through this process of almost through, it wasn't like a depression. It was just kind of like a sadness. Like I wanted to do more, but how can I provide myself more to the world, you know, more for humanity to like become healthier, you know, become knowledgeable and, um, you know, to take care of themselves, you know, the way they should, you know, like just to heal, you know, and, um, a year went on not knowing what I wanted to do. And, uh, a lot of synchronicities came up and, um, I had met with actually an intuitive reader who had said, well, your life is 
it's full. Like I can see healing. I can see energy work. I can see mm. healing in the process. And I was, I was confused. Cause I was like, what is energy work? You know? <laughs> I was like, what is this? And funny how energy work came up because within the year that I was going through this, um, an, a modality called Reiki came into my life and I didn't know what it was. I was like, I was like, what is this? You know, I'm like, okay, I want to get it done. But like, I wasn't really interested in it. It wasn't something that I was like, I jumped, you know, and said, oh, I'm so curious. Like, what is this? It's just like, oh, okay. Just kind of left it on the side. Like, this is interesting. You know, it, it balanced you and it, it works with your energy and all that stuff. And, um, that was it. It was just kind of left on the side and through like all of this experience um with my intuitive reader she said you know like you should you should pick up doing energy work you know you're you're like like a healer and I was like okay like (laughs) what kind of healer what kind of energy work is this and um what do I do and and she was like well you know like just I guess look at as she was doing Reiki and she was like why don't you look at a modality called Reiki and I was like well I actually heard of it because it's something that um was brought up and I just never looked further into it. So that happened. And, um, a couple days later I had gone to, um, a store, a store with my friend, a metaphysics store actually. And they had Reiki course there. Mm. And she was, she was like, you know what? They have like this Reiki course and, uh, do you want to take it? You get certified. And I was like, at the time I thought like Reiki certification being becoming a practitioner was like thousands of dollars. I was like, I can't do this at the moment. (laughs) Um, so I was like, you know, like, she's like, no, this is just like a few hundred dollars. It's really easy to do. And I was like, okay, like we thought about it and it wasn't something that she wanted to do. It was actually something like a synchronicity in the universe calling out to me Mm. and it wasn't something she was interested in so I was like oh what is okay so this Reiki course is two days it's happening soon and I end up jumping in with both feet going in and go okay I'm gonna sign up for this you know and she was like okay you're gonna do this and I said yeah I'm gonna do it and she didn't end up doing it and I end up getting certified uh, within the month so it was like a universal, like guidance, you know, um, with all these synchronicities happening at the moment, right after like my intuitive reading with, you know, my friend and then her, you know, going into this metaphysics store and them having a course, it all kind of like started then. And my journey began with Reiki within a year, um, after that course. Wow. Yeah, I want to take it a bit back because you were you were talking about how that year you didn't know what was going on. I guess within that year, your soul was trying to allow you to kind of almost have a break from the outer world and actually listen from within. Yes, yes, I actually um, I spoke to you. I spoke (gasps) to you, and I was like really confused at the time because um, we're chatting back and forth a few times, but it wasn't anything like major, right? Yeah, and I was like, so could you like? do you recommend something for me? And, you know, um, like how do I get just myself out there, myself, like my personal growth to become more. And you had recommended the alchemist. 
for me. Love that book. <laughs> yes, you had recommended the book, and that started to pick up um, more, I guess, of a, another type of spiritual awakening for me. It was like a whole new perspective and an outlook of, um, you know, like hope and like co-creating um, with the universe, with yourself, with others, you know, like it, it was a book of there's more to life, you know, than than just kind of staying stagnant. Yeah. That's so true. I feel like it's it's a book for anybody who's going on, like, like you said, like you're a bit confused or you're going on a journey, you don't really know where you're heading. But this <clears> book kind of almost brings you back home to yourself. It does. And it's it's been such an inspirational book for, for many people who have read it mm. um, over the course of the years that I've read it. I've like the first book I've recommend is always like the alchemist, you know, <laughs> it's like, I was recommended this book and you have to read it, you know? <laughs> um, so I always recommend the alchemist and it's just, it's an eye opener mm. for a lot of people because a lot of people don't think, um, that they are powerful, you know, mm. like we are as individuals, so powerful, um, in everything that we do. Um, and, you know, this, this is my journey through my healing practice too, is that as individuals, um, we are super powerful to heal our bodies, you know? Yeah. We already know the answers. We just haven't tapped into it in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. It's true. It's true. We don't, the, it's like life is like a rat race. We're so stressed. We're so like, we're rushed. You know, the world is so rushed. It's so noisy, so loud. And we don't have time to like slow down. You know, we don't mm -hmm. have time to sit and think about what, what else we can do. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to, I mean, we have to be mindful of every action we take and we have to be mindful of the time that we take for ourselves. It's just not like we live in this world where we're just like free to like, you know, go out there and be, it's like stillness, you know? Yeah. It's always so, so loud and so rushed. Yeah. And I feel like the older generations back like years and years ago, that they had that time to connect and understand. Whereas our generation, they seem to want to just rush. Everything is about getting the latest gadget, getting the latest thing, going to this place and not really connecting with our inner technology. We're too busy following the outer technology. Yes, totally agree. Absolutely. We're, we're, and we're tunnel vision in our, like, you know, with our TV with their phones with you know the latest gadgets like you said you know the ipads and all this stuff it's like we're we're not able to stop for a second and just kind of be mindful of what is inside our bodies like we don't hear yeah. what our body's telling us yeah and i feel like with the younger generation it's it's more obvious like there's a lot of young people who are depressed or they're taking tablets mm -hmm. um and they're too busy on technology or playing with technology like technology things that they don't really go out like how we grew up right going in the garden yes. running around throwing ourselves in the mud doing some yes. gardening like that's how we were raised and i feel like that's what made us intuitive whereas this younger generation they're they're so lost but it's not their fault it's what we've created in a way for them right Mm -hmm. it, it, it takes a longer time for them to actually connect with themselves yes uh, they're not like you said they're not hearing we're, we're not connected we, you know we're not hearing um the inside of our 
of our soul and our spirit in order to connect to the outside world as as we naturally should you know it's not like a natural process like it used to be mm. it's it's so we're disconnected but connected you know yeah I feel that's why we kind of have to show up even more now than before because there's so many other distractions out there that we have to really be ready and be focused actually be ready to look from within and once we do yeah. it's just like a beautiful journey it is it's 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 super powerful we are so infinite in the way we can think that mm. you know there's so much there's so much more that we can like co-create you know it's just we just have to bring that out again you know yeah it's interesting you said that because um there's a video that I watched recently and I think it was called the abundance code and mm-hmm. somebody in there I've forgotten his name I think it might have been David Hamilton um talks about how we're already trained as children even the games that we play right Alyssa like mm-hmm. those are actually training us to compete so like you know the game where we play musical chairs and they, yeah. every minute you move a different chair out or you take another chair out and you're left with one they're already like psychologically training us to compete mm-hmm. with like playing these games it's already to kind of they're ingraining into us that we need to compete no matter what and suddenly then we end up thinking this is a game actually but it's really not a game it's a game of control it is it is it's a game of control from the outside world not us controlling the outside world you know from the inside out yeah it's re- it's really interesting because I, I when I saw it I was just so shocked I was just like oh my god we actually have been trained from a young age and we haven't realized that that's why we always feel like there's something incomplete within us because we're too busy listening to what we're told on the outer world, whereas our inner world wants something else. Our inner world wants to co-create, wants to love, wants compassion, wants to just trust in everything, whereas yeah. the outer world says the opposite, right? <laughs> right. I should I should take a look at that video. <laughs> I should show it to my kids too. Yeah, I think it's so important. Like when I watched it, I was it shocked. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it should be brought to everyone's attention it should be brought into schools and stuff like that too you know like we should be taught stuff like that how Mm. to connect yeah I think it's key definitely yeah it is we bring we can bring that abundance in our lives you know because when we when we're young we're so young we're taught to disconnect so fast that when as we get older we have to relearn what we've lost yeah and don't know if you're the same like myself like when you were bored, you just look out the window and like daydream, but then you'd get told off. <laughs> you do. Oh my gosh. I was just going to say the same thing. I was like, you know what I tell my kids? I'm like, sometimes you have to be bored, you know, like maybe sit in the middle of the room and stare at the four walls and maybe like, you, like you could test out your imagination a little mm. bit more. You know, they look at me like, you're okay. You know, like, it's like, they don't know how to be bored. And I remember, you know, as kids, we would love to, we would always daydream, you know, mm look up stare out the window or you know when we're driving somewhere far like we just we have no gadgets no technology in the car and we just like stare out into space you know like yeah and just observe you know yeah that's so true yeah and especially or we'd like lay down on the grass and just watch the sky moving yeah yeah mm. it's healing yeah it's um like oddly enough to say that it's uh daydreaming is like another form of like healing I see it like we're being present. That's when we're actually truly yes. present is when we're lost in that moment. It's actually, we're not really lost. We're actually being present and being grounded in ourselves. Yes. Yes, absolutely true. 
being present is important too. Yeah, absolutely. So my day, you know, you're now a holistic catalyst and energy practitioner. So how are you helping people? Uh, well, I, I have a Reiki, um, I do the Reiki practice. So I heal people, um, I, I treat them from the inside out with my with my healing practice. And I also do coaching with them as well too. So when they come in for the healing sessions, um, they always like to come in for uh, personal development. Mm -hmm. So we end up doing some healing sessions with it while we're doing the energy balancing. Uh, We go through um, the mind, body and spirits, you know, section, the physical, the mental, emotional bodies um, and the many ways to kind of utilize uh, the tools that we have um, in our everyday living to to kind of fit in with what they want in their life and how it benefits and how it can benefit them. I just try to use all the knowledge and all the experiences that I have learned throughout the course of you know all these years <laughs> um, and just kind of bring it into to awareness of the individual amazing and for somebody out there who doesn't know what reiki is could you kind of like put it in like basic terms what it what reiki means to you uh reiki is a form of energy healing so it's another um modality that they call uh it's based on um energy balancing and reiki we use the palm of our hands so it's everything is through the palm of our hands uh, everything is made out of up of energy, so we're all energy, and the universe is energy, and and we are like life force energy. So, what happens is uh, the Reiki will channel through my hands, and we get attuned for this as practitioners and certified Reiki's uh, practitioners. We get attuned for the Reiki, and the Reiki channels from the hand, and we position it on the client's body in several positions and we either place our hands on top of the positions on the body or we um, place it and hover it above the individual so and then the energy kind of works from there Uh, reiki is very intuitive so it knows what it needs to do um, in the energy body and how it can treat a person from the emotional body, the mental body, and the physical body. So the practitioner is just there to help channel, and the Reiki just kind of does its does its thing. <laughs> it's, um, it's a very delicate process. It's not harmful. Um, kids can, you know, get Reiki done. Adults can. Um, older people can animals you know plants you can give reiki to just about anything mm. i've actually had reiki done before um, oh have you i love how reiki. did it feel oh, like <laughs> oh my god it was it was during a time when um i had my um i had kidney problems last year and oh. so i had an operation in december and i just needed some to, somebody to alleviate the pain so one of my friends who we actually had on the show aldo um He's he's an energy um, Reiki certified person as well, and I went to go see him, and oh my god, I all the pain went. <laughs> wow! So before my up, I had no pain, no pain in my kidney, no pain in my body. I felt so light. I felt like almost like an angel, you know, like a really airy feeling, just very calm mm-hmm. yep. and very relaxed, and just felt 
I felt like someone almost had given me like a boost of vitamin D. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, it can do that to you. Um, I, I've had a lot of clients come up from the session and, and they'll be like, I thought it was that home sleeping. I didn't know that I was still here because <laughs> they're so zen out. Wow. wow. So relaxed and so refreshed. Mm. And like some people end up falling asleep during like a Reiki <laughs> session. So I'm like, you can fall asleep, you know, just relax mm. and let the Reiki do its thing. And it works while you're sleeping. Like I always give myself Reiki sometimes unknowingly when I'm falling asleep. So when I'm placing my hands on my body, uh, the Reiki immediately will start to activate Mm. Um, and so it just kind of does its thing even while I'm sleeping. So it's, it, it's super amazing. Yeah. The modality, the energy healing that it does is amazing. Like you, I've become more aware, um, of myself through mm. the process of Reiki for these several years. And, um, like I've seen the change in my life and I've seen the change in myself and like outside of myself, you know, it's, it's been incredible. Yeah. Oh, well, I've known you for a good few years. I've, I see the difference. And I'm just <laughs> like, wow. I'm like, yeah. this is like the, this is like you coming back to who you actually truly are. And I think it's yes. so beautiful because I feel like the, the important thing that's coming out is that even when we don't know where the journey's heading or where we're going, just allow let it flow and you'll get the answers but listen from within because we all have that calling we just have to pay attention to those little pitter patter signs and sometimes it's not actually the voice from within sometimes it's something like like we said like you know hands a book over to somebody or something just pops up in a shop and you just kind of notice it or sometimes it's a random stranger on the street who you're talking to and they give you the perfect advice in that moment yes it's like they activate some kind of like code (laughs) in you and you're just like oh you're like I'm here (laughs) you know like I it's just it's amazing how that works you know Mm. and and as we speak about how everything is made up of energy this is the energy um that we emit you know like everybody has a huge energy field and you know when you go into like a room or when you're standing beside somebody like you can feel their energy this is what it feels you know that's what it is it's we're sending out energy signals and you know people can feel them Mm. and we're calling out to the universe like help me or you know like (laughs) and it's like it's like okay I can hear you you know and then just they're just emitting like signals everywhere and that's like the whole synchronicity and that's the whole like intentional living and you know um when everything starts to manifest in your life you know mm, yeah and I feel like we forget that we're all made up of energy like we all like we all have healing hands I think a lot of us don't know mm-hmm. that like I yes I remember this was a good few years ago and I had no idea like I had energy in my hand it was like one day I felt this weird like tingling sensation and I was like oh mm-hmm. this feels really odd and I suddenly put my hand on my on my right hand and I felt this weird like current go through my body and I jumped and I thought what is this and then I just kept ended up playing around with it and suddenly I started to realize actually the power of our hands and like I remember I was at an event or something and someone says oh I don't feel well I said oh just close your eyes for a sec and I thought let me just see what happens and I just put my hand over and they were like wow I feel better and I thought oh my god and when I looked actually into it if you think about it all of our ancestors know this mm-hmm. yes our ancestors were doing it this is like long before we were here and we've forgotten about what they have taught us so it's about 
coming back to what they have taught us and trusting mm-hmm. that soul from within because we all have the ability to heal ourselves we all have yeah. the ability to heal each other it's just trusting in that that we're all here as a magnetic force and we're here to empower one another and uplift each other and that no matter what health problem you're going through or you're feeling low, you have the ability to switch that around, whether that's doing Reiki, whether that's any other healing modality, or whether that's just healing yourself and your body, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. If any Anybody, everybody, everybody has, whether you're young or older, everybody has those healing hands. Your your touch is, you know how they say, right? They're like, your touch is important. You know, like, <laughs> like you touch someone, you know, like literally, mm. like, that's what it is, you know, yeah. like the healing hands, the heal, the power of your hands. It's, it's, everyone can do it. And I totally recommend like even everyone getting attuned to, to this beautiful mm. energy, you know, like it's so powerful, um, to get attuned to this. And even if you're not, like you said, like you just one day, like, felt this tingle in your hand and we can and we can all do this we can all feel like when you start rubbing your hands together for a few seconds mm. you know and start to pull away like you can feel your energy and that is what happens you know mm. that's when the healing begins yeah and it's 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 also important to remember like even if like say somebody has a very heavy energy and they put their hand on your shoulder the hands are on your shoulder. You can feel that energy in your body. And sometimes you're like, oh, why is that? Um, I just think it's so important to know that that we all have good energy, but sometimes some people have heavier energies and that's actually their journey of healing. So mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that necessarily they're a bad person. It just means that they have a lot more to heal and that they're on a deeper journey. And that's something I just wanted to talk to you actually about is that, you know, like our energy, if it's out, it's out of balance, that's kind mm-hmm. of like the main reason that we get sick. Yes, yes. You know, energy is because we're all made up of energy and or we have a huge energy field. And, you know, it's when we are when our energy is out of balance and it's not in harmony with with us, with our being as a whole, um, we do take it on. We, we take it on. And that's when, you know, you feel all of a sudden, when you know, when people are like, oh my god I feel this overwhelming of anxiety of Mm. like stress and I I don't know if it's mine or you know like we all get like that sometimes right and we could be taking on somebody else's energy or it could be our energy and when we do take it on not knowingly we put it in our bodies Mm. Um, our bodies carry on that stress and then when our bodies carry on that stress and we're not able to um, you know heal it and release it, uh, embrace it or accept it, surrender to it. You know, uh, we, it, it does, it hits us in a physical way and it, we, we have physical problems after that, you know? And then I was going to say, that's when the illnesses and the dis-ease, uh, comes in, into our, into our physical body. Yeah. When we're in disharmony with, in balance with our energies. Mm, That's so true. And I, I, I feel like, a lot of us forget as well, like, if you're a sensitive soul like myself, and I feel like you're one as well, <laughs> we yeah. feel things, we can't explain them, like, it could even be animals, it can be, mm-hmm. like, the sound of the air, or, you know, somebody who's had a really heavy day, and we can feel that, and they could be literally down the road, and to remember that that's not your energy, it's just that you're very, we're very, like, empathetic, and we're very understanding, but that doesn't mean that we need to take on that energy, we, there are ways of actually protecting yourself as well. 
speaking of like in a metaphysical term, <laughs> um, I always, I always tell my clients, um, to maybe imagine, um, uh, imagination and intention mm. is super powerful and it's, it's really powerful in, um, my practice as well. Um, because before we, we, um, go into a session, I always tell my clients to set their intention for their healing. Mm. Um, and that works like it, the power of intention, right? Super powerful. Mm. Um, and so with your intention, you can, you know, sit for a second, um, and kind of create, um, like a, like a bubble, like that's what I do. I create a little bubble and, you know, this, you can call it your shield, you know, and you, before you go out into the world or, you know, you just kind of create this little shield bubble and, you know, and just kind of like mirror it out to the world. Mm. So I always tell my client to just think of it as a mirroring shield. Mm. So whatever energy that is coming towards you is not coming towards you, but it's just going through your bubble and out the other way. So you're not carrying on that energy that is not yours. That's so, so you're protected in that way. Yeah. And it's interesting because I, <laughs> I've started doing this thing, but I didn't have a clue. So a few years ago, I started wearing hats and I had no idea. Lisa, I just loved hats. So I decided when everywhere I went. And then one of my friends who does yoga, she said, do you know why you wear hats? And I was like, no, I just like them. She's like, it's because you're protecting your energy. Your soul knew in order to protect your energy is to wear hats. Um, and she was like, have you ever realized like certain people from like religious faiths, they wear like things to protect their head or cover their head. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, my God, I didn't even realize it. And what we can do, this is just something else that you, you guys can do out there is that you can wear hats. So if you're feeling like you're feeling like you're feeling a bit emotional or you're feeling a bit heavy <laughs> that day, wear a hat because that's your crown chakra. Right, right. It's an easier way to totally just put a hat on and then just kind of go out, you know? Yeah. And so like now I've, I've got better and like now I'm kind of know how to protect my energy and like, you know, like you said, do the bubbles and there's a few other things that I do, but there's also crystals I'll wear. So depending on my mood, I might, I might pop a crystal in my pocket or I might wear one. And that's another way of like protecting your energy as well. There's so many different tools out there, just like what Alyssa was saying, you know, the bubble, but then there's all these other things that you can do to protect yourself. Like you don't have to take on the burdens of the world. There are tools, just trust. And yeah, seriously, I had no clue about the hats. <laughs> yeah, you, you trust your guidance, your intuitive guidance. You're like, I'm just gonna put a hat on today. Yeah. And it worked. And then I was like, oh, I'm gonna start wearing them more often. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. And it was like, let's get different colours. Let's go to events in hats. Let's do this. And the, the amazing thing when my friend told me this, I actually realised when I went to certain events, when I didn't wear a hat, I felt knackered. When I wore a hat, I felt empowered. Oh, wow. Yeah. That makes a difference. So we all should try wearing hats outside. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially when you're a sensitive soul, like we pick things up so much. And it's, it's, it's not that we're being mean. It's that if we learn how to protect ourselves, that helps the other person as well, because that's mm -hmm. helping them to protect what they need to protect as well. Because sometimes we spark a light within somebody that they're not ready for. Right. So just doing little things like that can help as well. Yes, it is. It's true. Yeah. So Mate, um, I want to talk to you about your clothing brand, because I've seen a lot of it out there. So can you tell us about it? Uh, my, well, my clothing brand actually started 
just started out of nowhere. <laughs> Love um, it. I actually had an idea that I wanted to do, and I said I wanted to actually put um, a design that I had created. Mm. Um, it was called Breathe Love, and mm. I I didn't end up putting it on there because I was I guess I wasn't ready for it yet, but mm. I thought I was ready for it. Um, it didn't happen, and it took a few years. Um, that came up to this point where I actually was like, okay, let's just do this. So mm-hmm. I guess I was ready for it. And the universe was like, okay, you're ready. You know, we'll give it to you. <laughs> um, so my clothing brand is actually based on experience your experiences mm-hmm. and the experience your experiences is um, allow yourself to experience and be the creator being that you are. And it's based mm-hmm. on, you know, when people say you are what you eat, it's based on you are what you wear. <laughs> so it, I have all these different graphic tees that says all these different things. It's like, you're just kind of, you know, wearing something, um, that inspires you that, you know, that how you want to live and how you want to experience life. Yeah. I love that because I think it's so important that the vibe of our clothes actually affects our mood as well. Right. Right. It's, it's, and it's all, and it goes back to all about like energy and vibration and how you want to, um, send that message out into the world, you know, and that's how I, I wanted to send my messages out there into the world was, you know, why not wear it? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that's got like, I feel like anything that says something positive or even like the material of our clothes, we don't realize like, looking back at our ancestors they kind of understood the, the the reasons for wearing certain clothes like cotton because it's more breathable and it's more connected to nature whereas we kind of wear a lot of clothing that's tight or you know to kind of show our body but actually is that really serving us right we have to feel that organic right mm. yeah and I feel like with your brand as well it's, it's about being yourself and being free and it's about mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be tightly fitted it's about being just yourself right comfy yeah comfy comfy. let loose you know (laughs) yeah that's it yeah let loose yeah Yeah. (laughs) flow yeah definitely and my dear we are coming towards the end of the show it's gone so quick (laughs) oh yes it has um so I've got a few more questions for you um is what are your five top tips for someone who wants to be their best self uh I would say my first one is to take responsibility to take responsibility for um for yourself you know for your well-being mm-hmm. to have you know the full on self-care self-love for yourself is so important um to be able to step into the world you know to feel authentic you know you must have that full self-responsibility i think that would be the first one mm. um the second one would be um, to slow down, <laughs> slow down, you know, with, you know, how we talked about earlier in the show where, you know, everything is so rushed, our world is so busy, so noisy, it's, it's hard to take time to slow down. And if we do have a chance to slow down, sometimes it's only um, for five minutes, but even five minutes to slow down is more than, it's more than never slowing down, you know, mm. and our body heals that way when we're, when we're in that slowing down mode. So I would say slow down. Third would be to listen to your body. 
so important while you know taking responsibility slowing down is to also listen to your body you know when you start listening to your body you can you're able to hear uh you're able to heal heal within you're you're able to embrace all of those emotional you know um energy that comes up so you're not you're in alignment with with what you and where you want to be rather than um you know not listening to your body and then come to terms that your body is you know not in harmony mm. with who you want to be you know um, where are we at? Third, fourth, fourth oh. now. Um, <laughs> um, I say embrace life. Um, embrace life. Just start living, you know, having no regrets, taking every opportunity that comes into your life, you know, taking risks, taking that leap of faith, leap of, you know, leap forward and ex- expect change. You know, we go through change all the time. We shift mm from here to there um in a matter of like seconds so like i would say embrace embrace life embrace change just enjoy it is be present be present in the moment um this is really hard to do for most of us (laughs) even for me i tend to always forget you know uh to be present and it's so important to come back to this moment just to kind of you know do all you know the five things that I've said earlier you know is just to be present mm. I love that thank you those so, those are beautiful five those are, five tips. <laughs> <laughs> those are beautiful thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> my next question is <laughs> what are you most grateful for I'm most grateful for who I am and where I am now. Mm. Um, I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for my family and just everything. Oh. <laughs> so that's what I'm grateful for. Oh, I love that. <laughs> there's so much to be grateful for, you know, um, there's so much to be grateful for. If you're like, how can you, when you feel grateful, you can't just feel it for one or two things. Like you, you immediately get into that vibration of being grateful for everything. So I would, I probably would say for everything in my life. And my last question is what shines your inner light? To inspire people to, um, to be creative, to allow my creativity, my healing to help serve, serve the world, serve people. That's beautiful. Thank you, Alyssa, for being on the show. And thank you for shining your light and sharing your story with us. Because I feel like I've, I've learned a lot. And I feel like the listeners have definitely learned a lot. And just hearing your story and how far you've come is just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, having me on the show. I'm super honoured. And I, I'm grateful for you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've, you've been a big part of my journey. And oh. I'm, I'm so happy I've met you. Oh, and I, I learned a lot from you too. Oh. Guys, go check her out. <laughs> wow, what an amazing interview with Alyssa. Do check out her work because she's amazing at what she does and just knowing her for several years, I've seen how far she's come on her journey and how she's helping others. 
Unfortunately, that's the end of the show. Before I leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Dare to be what your best self knows you ought to be. Dare to be a bigger human being than you have ever been. That's a quote by Norman Vincent Peale. For more information about the show, visit www.girdshundle.com. And remember, stay happy, stay healthy, stay lit. lit.